So glad you guys are back with us celebrating this Christmas Eve. Ho ho ho! With Reconcinimation, your podcast where we're looking at movies of the 70s, 80s, 90s, movies from our youth, and seeing how much they hold up today. And we've got a very, very extra special Christmas and holiday special yes. for you tonight. Yeah, welcome. Welcome and and uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve uh, and Merry Christmas to those who will hear this the next day. Yeah, no one will hear it after the day after Christmas. We, it's all going to be Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. Yeah, we're friends. this is uh, we know this is airing Christmas Eve, but we know what you guys are up to. Yeah. It's probably it's Christmas Day by the time you're hearing this, yeah. and so. everyone listens it listens to it immediately. No one listens to it later. Right, like we know that <laughs> the downloads stop after the first twenty four hours. Yeah. So, thanks whole, for joining us. The whole family's gathered round around the fire. The fire's crackling. With the, the, with the lights are on. Yeah. The, the the bells are jingling. You got your audio boxes on and mm-hmm. just listening. You, uh, the kids are playing Nintendo Wii in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the modern, old school Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Not listening to the radio. It's uh, it's us. It's an old iPod. <laughs> An iRadio. An I- <laughs> it's an iPod shuffle plugged yeah. into your old stereo. That's actually what it is in, at my house. Into the hi-fi. <laughs> it's an old iP- iPod classic. <laughs> Two gigs yeah. worth of music. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, well, we hope you guys are having a great holiday season so far and a mer- very Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Kwanzaa's coming up and everything else. Yes. Uh, we celebrate all of it. And from our family, David, myself, Curtis Moore, E.K. Wimmer, we are, uh, we'd love to say Happy Holidays to you guys. Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. We love you. Good night. And that's it. That's and we're going home. That's the show. But no, we're getting together tonight here on Christmas Eve. We, you know, we've been talking movies of the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Um, but it's time to stretch that out because we're in a very particular season where lots of films come up year after year, around this time of year, between Thanksgiving and New Year's. There's just a certain certain vibe that you need to see on the screen. Well, yeah, exactly, and and. Families are together. This is a time of year that people like to like to be together and watch. You know, there's certain movies you watch every Christmas. Absolutely. And every, you know, mo- and a lot of families have different movies. You know, not everyone watches Christmas Story. There are people who don't like Christmas Story. There's still people who love It's a Wonderful Life and will watch that every year. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of them. <laughs> my, uh, my family almost started a Mortal Kombat. Um, well, you gotta, tradition. You gotta watch Mortal Kombat on Christmas. I, mean, Chris, I watched Mortal Kombat Christmas night. It was the greatest movie. And then we, 
I think we did it the next year, and it wasn't as fun. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is like a two-time viewing, and some people will That's say, false. what? That's false. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's incredible. I had it on Laserdisc, so you know, you're talking to a fan. All but... right. Well, I'm glad you're on board with the MK. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but we, you know, we, we, talked to, uh, we started to talk about it on Die Hard, mm-hmm. uh, which was last week. Thank you guys, all of you guys, for tuning in for that. Yeah. Doing great numbers on that show. Big downloads, big response. Yeah. Everyone loves it. It's your favorite and mine, Bruce Willis's Die Hard. Uh, it is my favorite. It is. It is. But uh, yeah, so we started to talk about whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. And before we get to that, I think we should just, in general, like what, how do you define a Christmas movie? Like what, what makes, officially makes something a Christmas movie? Yeah, I think a lot of people have a varying definition. It's not consistent across the board for a lot of people. So it, it really, it matters what these films mean to you or the seasons mean to you and what that Venn diagram is of the overlap. Yeah. Uh, is, is pretty typical. Like there, there are movies that mean that, that say that, that are a Christmas movie to me, not because they are about Christmas or set at Christmas, but there's something I associate with Christmas. Mm -hmm. So when I was working at Suncoast motion picture company, Mm -hmm. Back in the 90s, I'll, I'll say it, I'll admit it, yeah. that's when it was. Uh, we would, every Christmas, we would sell out almost all of our gangster movies. Godfather 1, Godfather 2, the only two Godfather movies. Right, it's the only two. Goodfellas mm-hmm. and Scarface sold out. Like, we got boxes and boxes of those in just at Christmas time, and they would be gone. Wow. Uh, and, I, you know, so... Especially Godfather 1 and Goodfellas, there are scenes that take place at Christmas and sort of the crux of the movie of each of those happen at Christmas. Yeah. So there is an art. There is an art. There are arguments out there that those are Christmas movies. I'm not going to necessarily like argue those. Please don't. Right. Because (laughs) it just happens to be that the central point happens during Christmas. But there's something about families clearly loved these movies like we'll watch them together during that time yeah so to me i consider them christmas movies only because of that not that they are about christmas Oh, okay so there's like there's levels of what you can consider a christmas movie right and i think i mean so i get it for you and your association with christmas in your brain those movies are are associated with Christmas. You guys all live in there, right? You all know what I'm thinking. <laughs> but it's also it's cultural and regional. Like you're from there's probably a lot of a heavy population of Italian people from where you live and it, all Italian people love Italian gangster movies. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa I'm getting whoa. totally racist. What now. what are you saying? I'm saying that those these are movies that were enjoyed throughout the year for your people. Your people. my people, yeah, because I'm not Italian, so you're on thin ice right now. So <laughs> you got a lot of listeners that are that are like literally just pulled guns out, but they're like that's part they're of their pointing a gun at their iPod Classic. Isn't it like Godfather isn't actual Italian culture that, but it was actually everyone, everyone thought like like this is how we can act. We like well, right? that's a whole other that's a whole other thing, but, right? Yeah, but like you know something that you can identify with that these are right. 
uh, culturally, it's part of the region mm-hmm. where you're from. Definitely. Enjoy, and then it's like it's probably on T, like one of those movies that are either on TV. It's like, well, hey, let's buy the video cassette. Now we always have it. Yeah. We'll take it over to our yeah. to our cousin's house. We'll watch it. We like it's it's just so you have it. So and then it's a gift. Like, oh, we, you don't own that. We that's a perfect gift. They love that movie. Yeah. You know, so I totally get that. Yeah. Like, as why, why it would be popular Christmas time as a gift, as an experience, as a, a ritual uh, tradition. Totally makes sense. My uh, my grandmother, she also watched The Godfather kind of constantly. It was just kind of always on. <laughs> yeah. But at Christmas, it was on especially. And we would all like watch. It was like <laughs> it was just on all the time. And oh we would just God. kind of when we were together, we would just watch parts of it together and. <laughs> Many of us would be quoting it and almost reenacting yeah, it. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's 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 entren- you're entrenched. It's part of your it's part of your vocabulary, mm-hmm. just as a family, um, regardless of the season. Or yeah, yeah, I get that. That's Sopranos has a great Christmas episode too. Cool, a couple of them. Wow. Well, I'll yeah. have to tune in one day. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, there's people that would associate Christmas movies or TV specials as purely christmas this is stuff you only see at this time of right. year garfield um the garfield the charlie browns mm-hmm. the florasties the rudolphs the what the hell is the origin there was a lot. what I was mean, the origin of santa claus one uh with the fire and the and the ice guy fire and ice there was like one guy's game the, of thrones <laughs> that Why is, am I bl- I'm you blanking. guys know that that's the end secret right that it's all about it's all the Game creation of, of Santa Claus. <laughs> That's the end Saint game. Nick. That's the Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, he's the last Meister standing. <laughs> the right, the Meister. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so but like then also films fall into that. The movies you see every year uh, associate with that. That you wouldn't necessarily watch or rent or own. Yeah, you know, it's just something that comes up. That's where my definition more follows. But uh, coupled with the fact, like I'm, I was raised Catholic, so Christmas always had a specific meaning. So I don't, I've, I understand the secular uh, of it. I celebrate the secular of it. Um, but Christmas always had a double meaning for me, um, with the birth of Christ and that whole thing. It's a great story, by the way, <laughs> thrilling. Um, but then you know, sort of translating into what today's modern audiences are for you know for it's the idea that there's a spirit of christmas that it's it's being good for other people it's a um being kinder being being nicer being all bill murray's like Speech. monologue at the end of scrooge he describes what people do at christmas yeah and for me that if a movie doesn't sort of fit that mold have an element of that i like i'm like I don't really consider it a Christmas movie. It can have a lot of Christmas elements, um, but it, unless there's something that like is about the season, it's just like I don't buy it. Like I just I'm not into it. So um, that's that's where I fall. The, and that makes a lot of sense. There, yeah. there's you know I, I'm sorry for keeping going back to Die Hard, but that's that's a very it, and it feels like in the last two or three years that the Die Hard argument has gotten stronger. Every year, yeah, this year is huge. Like it's people everywhere. are really passionate of like, no, it is a mo- it is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's not a Christmas movie. It's the times we live in where you have to take a side on everything 
and it's you have to you can't sit on the fence anymore. Maybe you die, are evil or you're good. Maybe and Die maybe, Hard is a Christmas movie, or it's not. Maybe Die Hard's mirroring politics. Yeah, uh, you know, current politics. Well, this but, is the, the polarization of America is strong in so many different arenas. And um, Die Hard's been just Die Hard and Christmas have been sucked right into that. Yeah, but. and and we, since we don't have to talk, we can't talk about Back to the Future too. As a going to happen in the future, you know that that was pretty good for about five, ten years. Like, yeah, w- the internet was ramping up for 12, <laughs> 2015 to happen. Yeah, and uh, you know we lost that, yeah. and we lost our innocence <laughs> once that was gone. And so now I think once Back to the Future's reality came and went, <laughs> yeah, like why it's don't we have over. hoverboards? This is like we're not talking about hoverboards anymore. They, the hoverboards now have wheels in our in America. Remember that. So Oh those, yeah, yeah. Those hoverboard, yeah. they call I was them say, like they're called skateboards. No, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. those 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 little segway things. Yeah, uh, um, those things. But uh, yeah, no, I think it's really ramped up, and you know, we're gonna go through our list. We've been posting every day on Twitter uh, from December first to today, Christmas. Well, tomorrow, um, you know, movies on our list that we've sort of decided together. Like what what's What's a Christmas movie? What's a movie you can watch at Christmas? Yeah. What's what's got what's got that special something that you associate with the season? Um, there's and and there's a lot of movies before we get to the list. There's a lot of movies not on that list that and, and I have a I have a people who know me know that I have a an extensive uh, DVD collection, mm-hmm. home video collection. Yeah. That. Um, I would. I used to run like a Christmas kind of marathon where I'd play every day leading up to Christmas. I'd play a couple a couple of movies. Usually, starting like the further away from Christmas you are, the movies would be less and less about Christmas. They would have like a scene that takes place. Yeah. Like I'd always kind of start with like Toy Story. Oh, okay, yeah. Because the end, the end, the last scene of the movie is at Christmas, and yeah. and and I think I don't remember. I I think that. Uh, when I first saw Toy Story was at Christmas. So, and again, in my brain, I kind of associated it with. Yeah. But, um, you know, like Rocky has uh, <laughs> yeah. some Christmas-related stuff. <laughs> French Connection had the opening scene. Sure. You know, he's dressed as Santa Claus, oh. uh, Gene Hackman, um, which David hasn't seen, but we're getting to that movie very soon. Take me there. Um, and other movies have, like, very like loosely associated things with Christmas, and I mean even the Harry Potter movies. Every one of them, they have, they have a, a again a central part of the movies at Christmas. So, <laughs> yeah. does that make it a Christmas movie? No, not really. By your definition, right. by the Bill Murray Scrooged definition, yeah. Uh, if you're using that, then then no, like all these movies wouldn't be. Lethal Weapons, another one, or I guess most of Shane Black's movies. Yeah, he likes are, to put movies at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of his signature thing. Yeah. Um, who else does that? Doesn't uh, somebody else? There's a few writers who who they like use that motif. In, yeah. But, um, Shane Black's one of the more well-known. Chris Columbus. Ones. Chris Columbus. Chris yeah, Columbus. for sure. He loves Christmas. Which is, is Adventures in Babysitting near? It's near. Is that near Christmas? It's winter time, isn't it? Uh, I feel like it's I feel like late. Wearing I think it's late fall. Yeah, I think it's late fall in Chicago. That's close to Christmas. I think it's like no. It's probably Especially late. Especially in Chicago. I'll tell you, it gets chilly. Yeah, everyone's wearing winter puffy coats and stuff like that. Adventures uh, in babysitting, by the way. Let's do that. Double oh, feature. we that's that's on the list. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you know, for our show, it's a little different. I mean, we can't just take every movie that you do. 
And because then it's just the John show. It would be an endless list, and we'd be going on and on. <laughs> There'd be three movies a day, every day <laughs> yeah. in December. So we we pared it down, had to pick one. Doesn't make anything that's not on the list less than. It's just this is the movies we're talking about this this year, and uh, um, and it, it it meshes a little bit of what I bring to the table as far as how I consider it, what I prioritize, and all that. And it's just there's no one list that everyone would be in perfect agreement about. I, I, I don't think you could it's ever like, find yeah. two people that have the same exact list. It's not like ranking the Marvel movies where it's objectively oh, there's, a, there's a correct here order with of what's number one, two, three, four. Should we start? Did you see that Captain Marvel trailer? Oh, my God. I haven't seen the trailer. I'll just I'll see it at the theater in March. Um, <laughs> so Captain America Winter Soldier, that's the number one. <laughs> that's, that's the best Christmas movie. Let's start with that one. <laughs> Uh, but Rewinding. Like, <laughs> uh, there's no Marvel movies on our list for nope. Christmas because although one movie does have Christmas in it, Shane Black's Iron Man three. Apparently. Of course, that's that comes up, and As, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've seen Iron Man three once. It's so weird how like his movies, I guess, except the Predator, uh, they all, or at least the majority of them, have some kind of Christmas element. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was Halloween, I think, in the Predator, right? I think didn't he? Wear the mask at a Halloween. He went out yeah, Halloweening yeah. and killed a guy, and yeah. never talked about it. <laughs> the young boy killed a guy with a giant gun. <laughs> cool, <laughs> and it's just kind of funny. Just an innocent guy died, or was it a soldier? Poor the predator. Matter. But so, anyway, so we should talk feature length things mm-hmm. that are on our list and go down. Yeah. So. Like you were saying, we're 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 excluding from this list. This is feature stuff, except one. Yeah, we made one exception. One exception. But other than that, we uh, you know, all the all the TV Christmas specials and holiday shows and holiday episodes because so many, especially network shows, loved the Christmas episodes. You gotta have a Christmas episode. You do. I was just talking to a sound mixer. I was I'm working with right now who was like bummed that the show we're doing doesn't have a Christmas episode. It's <laughs> like, I'm so used to it right now. Like, we've already done, you know, we do a Thanksgiving, a Christmas, and uh-huh. Halloween. Uh-huh. Not on this one. Not but, on this one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, but yeah, so mm-hmm. none of the TV stuff, we're not including that. Maybe down the road, we will do an episode on TV Christmas specials that are, because there's some great Christmas episodes. Oh, my God. Of shows. Let's talk about it another time <laughs> but uh all right well so like let's just kick it off so i mean we'll go work backwards 25 to number one um what's on the list and yeah the first one we're gonna k- kick off is not an actual theatrical release but should have been should have been clearly um it's the star wars holiday special we're gonna let that sink in with everybody <laughs> it's it's about christmas basically but it's it's in the Galactic Empire, and and it's about Life Day and our heroes coming together on Life Day. And there's a lot of people. This is like there's a lot of uh, I don't not a lot of people have actually seen this because for years and years there's a lot of rumors about it that Lucas was so embarrassed by it that he had all the originals destroyed, which may be true. Uh, if you you can find it on YouTube, I think we put a link out to it. Mm-hmm. The um, which is clearly someone recorded it off TV and uploaded it. Yeah, 
it was only broadcast the one time and not I, naming names david uh, <laughs> i would have i would have loved if my family was cool enough to tape that when i yeah <laughs> back then i was not old enough to be able to tape that also no i alive. mean we were barely alive yeah. i think but um yeah so the, it came out and uh it's part of canon it's still it's cons- considered canon i'm pr- I think be. it. I thought it was. I could be totally <laughs> wrong. I could be wrong about that. I have a feeling like um, there's maybe elements or characters. But it was so. It was just so bizarre that Lucas supposedly later had all the originals destroyed, yeah. uh, so that no one would ever see this. But people did record it, and that's really the only way you can see it. Yeah. And it is something to behold. <laughs> it is just astonishing. It's really hard to describe it. That. It's like partly a variety show, right? It's a half a variety show. It's got <laughs> it's got um, there's a lot of guest stars. Uh, B. Arthur is B. A, Arthur okay. is like the um, she's in it. There, who's the other guy uh, from the Honeymooners? Art Carney. Uh, Art Carney's in it. That's right. Like the, the bartender at the Mos Eisley Cantina, and it's just there are it's like there are skits there's segments and it's like a variety show yeah. broken up into segments kind of the through line is Chewbacca's trying to get home to be with his family for life day which is like the wookie version of christmas yeah and you do get you've got Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill are all in it they're all in their like you know costume identifiable costumes yeah. from the movie i mean it's insane, and it's real close to the New Hope that that you know version of Star Wars. Yeah, it was it's the next not, year, right? Like they, right, it came out in seventy eight. But they look, they all look like that version of them, and not like the Empire Strikes Back version of those right. characters. Uh, the one little gem that came out of the Star Wars Holiday Special—that's mm-hmm. actually the introduction of Boba Fett. Oh, really? There's an animated uh, sequence oh, where right. that is the first appearance of Boba Fett, which was kind of a tease for Empire. Oh, no kidding. So that and that's that that one bit kind of holds up, but man, the rest, oh boy. Yeah. So it's, if you want anyone want to see Princess Leia singing, ooh, there you go. Yes. Tune in. <laughs> uh, that's a perfect way to kick off the being the farthest away from Christmas, yeah. but still retaining a Christmas quality. Um, so congrats to Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah, you did. Making you made the list. The list. Made the list. Um, but I think it's safe to say everything else be after that. Feature length, theatrical released, uh, films uh, backed by a studio at some point. I yeah. Think. Mostly. Agreed. Yeah. I think so. Um, so number 24, a favorite of mine, which I have not admittedly seen in a, in a bit, um, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. That is... A movie that I think it bookends on two different Christmases, mm-hmm. uh, starring yeah, Gina Davis yeah. and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury. We just just call him Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, and then um, it's it's a movie about this woman. She's an amnesiac woman in a small town in Pennsylvania. I think she's a school teacher, and she basically she's attempt someone attempts to kill her. And she realizes that she used to be a CIA operative. So something happened, and now she's got to figure it out. And she's going to have to recruit a wisecracking detective to help her figure all this out. And she's got to leave her family behind. She's got a daughter. Um, she's got a husband, boyfriend, I think, played by, what's his name? That white guy. Craig Bierko. Was, oh, of course, yeah. You're all thinking it. <laughs> Wait, Craig Bierko, I think, is the villain. He's not 
It's not who she's the villain. Yeah, it's yeah. not who she's dating. Yeah. Right? So she's got to leave her family behind to go on this mission, and it all reconnects back at the end, like a year later, or something like that. Yeah. So the uh, Christmas is the bookend of that of the of the movie. I'm pretty it, sure. Yeah. So I haven't seen it in a while either, but yeah. But there's like a Christmas parade mm-hmm. that things happen. So there's Christmas elements, but it's not about. It's really nothing about. Is that Christmas. Rennie, Rennie Harlan directed? Uh, I think, I, yeah, it was I'm Rennie. Pretty Harlan. sure. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Who did another Christmas classic called Die Hard 2. Mm. Die Harder. Well, maybe that's... And, cause, and of course, Long Kiss Goodnight was actually written by Shane Black. <laughs> this is... Now it all makes sense. <laughs> so you get it. Yeah. You get it. Um, so yeah, that that just comes in at number 24. Second entry on our yeah. list. Uh, that was something I had to... I spiced up the yeah, list. Yeah, spicing up. Hey, spice it we up. Are, some of these fringe movies, like I argued, you know... Do we put Lethal Weapon in at the end? Right. There's, I mean, there's, again, yeah. Shane Black, but, like, a lot of Christmas elements. It, there's a lot of Christmas music. There's Christmas set decoration. It's very much a set-at-Christmas movie. But right. uh, Is it a Christmas movie? No, not about, it's not about Christmas. Right. Um, so number 23 coming in, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. This what do you think? Much more of a. I, I think this is much more of a Christmas movie. Well, part of it, and it's 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 one of those Tim Burton kind of mythical. It's a myth, you know. It's mm-hmm. a. It's got that. I don't know. It's got like a mysticism. Yeah. Um, yeah, like sort mysticism. of a myst- mystical quality. Or yeah. Sort of spiritual quality that the. You know, this woman is telling a story of where snow comes from, and it's a love story um, of a of a fantastic being yeah. in this small town. And there's just that element that it just kind of it resonates on that plane of Christmas. You know, yeah, Christmas has its own set of rules that are that that are bound to you know mystical, fantastic things. So it's um, it's like a Christmas parable in a sense, or christmas a christmas type story yeah uh, and and it's also set at christmas uh or at, at a certain point it's set at christmas uh because it's the winter time and yeah where does snow come from uh so i totally get it why that's on the list i'm a big i'm a big fan of this yeah no oh, edward scissorhands is great i can't wait to cover it uh yeah. on the show saw that in the theater loved it i saw it uh as part of my grandma collection oh see yep. oh very nice just snuck right in there towards the end <laughs> Uh, 22? See. 22. Let's talk about the almost buddy comedy. Not quite. But basically, Trading Places. Trading Places, for me, like, on my personal list, I would have ranked it much higher. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I may have insisted this come back a little bit. Maybe. I, that's, I mean, why it's in this You know, place. we're going to... I'll I'm, tweet out the email exchange. <laughs> no, don't, don't. There was a lot of curse words in that. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't think you should. Just blot out all the Christmas. Just to me, like, the Christmas section of this movie. I mean, it's all kind of during that season. Yeah. But the, Dan Aykroyd's running around and just <laughs> wasted at the bo- absolutely bottoming out uh-huh. uh, for what's happened to him. And he's, like, chewing that raw meat and, like, eat also, like, the... the uh, Santa beard is like caught in like he's like eating half the Santa beard and meat at the same time is just and then he's he's just wandering around drunk and a mess is uh, very memorable. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and, you know, part of it is like there's a sense there's a sense of justice and 
but also revenge kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's elements of Go, common themes with Christmas. Yeah, yeah. revenge, yeah. justice, um, murder. <laughs> no, there's no murder. No but, murder. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I but get, a great I, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a fun it's a fun comedy um, with with the scream queen herself. Jamie Our pal. Lee. Yeah, Jamie she keeps just showing up in our in our show. Can't get away from Jamie Lee. Yep, we love Jamie Lee. There's there's so much more Jamie Lee to come in reconsideration. Oh, forget about it. Um, <laughs> so let's talk number twenty one. Twenty one. Drum roll, please. Jump Street. Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the why Jump did Street we not movie. put the Jump Street movie or TV series here? Uh, Jingle all the way. Yeah, probably well, the first hard entry and uh, with a real Christmas feel to yeah, it. Yeah, like th- that's the first like this is a Christmas movie about Christmas stuff that happens at Christmas because yeah. it's Christmas. Yeah, all of that. Um, I've you know I as a movie I don't love Jingle All the Way. You shouldn't, right? No, I've seen it once maybe. It's not. It's not. It's funny. Great. It's a. Fa- it's a fam- It's a nineties family film more or less. And those are the kinds of movies that don't. Age well, yeah. 90s family. You said all the wrong words. It's 90s not, family movie. It's not a good combo. Not a good combo. I know there's a lot of Sinbad fans out there, but uh, hey, Sinbad's pretty great though. I don't think Sinbad aged poorly. I think Sim. I mean, his outfits did, but you watch a Sinbad bit. I'm giving David a look. You watch That's a Sinbad silence. bit, you're going to laugh today as hard as you did back in 1994. I think it's time for I mean, all these people have come <laughs> back. Where's Sinbad? Come on. He's living, he's living his best life. He doesn't need to be. Yeah. He doesn't need to be a movie star. He made his millions. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just probably he's, true. Just because he's not in the public eye doesn't mean he's not living his best life. Another uh, uh, comedic attempt by Arnold, uh, 97. This is coming right off the heels of your favorite Batman movie, Uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Right? Was it 97? Uh, Am I wrong? Could be 96. Jingle All the Way is 96. 96. Okay. So Batman and Robin would have followed this. Yes, coming right after. Okay. So he was obviously on a uh, comedic swing. And uh, uh, his son played by... Jake Lloyd, I believe is mm-hmm. his name. The young Anakin Skywalker. Yep. So we've already talked Star Wars. We've got our... Uh, so you can make an argument that Arnold Schwarzenegger is Anakin's father. Anakin's father, yeah. yeah. So I, Luke's grandfather is... Yeah. You could easily slide that in the next Star Wars movie. Although I believe it's what? In the prequels, he was immaculately conceived? <laughs> Let's just skip What that. happened there? Why? Why do you have to be immaculately conceived? <laughs> number 20 number 20 here we go uh favorite for a lot of people black christmas that is a that is a messed up movie can you describe it in detail no can you describe <laughs> no. it loosely <laughs> i've i'm gonna say i don't think i've seen this it's possible i've seen bits of it i don't know I saw Black Christmas a long time ago and i i do need to read some of these movies we haven't uh watched recently you can't watch every movie every year yeah your favorite christmas movie. but is but the funny thing is black christmas is a really popular christmas movie kind of like on is a counterweight yeah there's a there's a big twitter crowd that loves black christmas as a christmas movie sure um so i think it ranks fans. higher yeah because it's the horror entry you yeah. know it's it again going with what is a christmas movie 
does it have to be a family movie? I don't right. know. Right. No, Do, that's true. It's there's yeah. I mean, a Christmas movie isn't a, a genre in in of itself. So just because it Di- I mean, let's not be racist. Like just because Die Hard's an action movie, does it make it not a Christmas movie? Um, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with this though. It be, just because a a horror movie. Just because it's a horror movie doesn't make it not a, a Christmas movie. It depends on how much like Christmas is happening yeah. versus are all these murders just happening? At just Christmas? happening. Exactly. That's, so, that's the ultimate question, I yeah. think. Because, yeah. I mean, what's that today? What's that musical zombie movie that's set at Christmas that's in theaters now? Have you heard about this? No. Oh, my God. It's supposed to be I don't. Great. I don't know anything about current movies. <laughs> that's, I forgot. You don't. I totally You quit. don't pay attention to any movie after I, 2000, I right? Um, but yeah, I mean, so this one, it, it, this is back to, this is what a, a s- bunch of sorority girls yeah. are together and it's winter break and they're getting and killed. They're one getting by stalked one. by someone kind of in that old classic, uh, story of where the caller's calling from inside the house right. kind of thing is the, yeah. the twist at the end. At Christmas break, isn't this? It's at a Christmas yeah. break. Yeah. 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 So it's like, they're not, school's not in session. Um, I don't know. So, School's out for winter. Yeah. You know uh, that song. Oh, Anna and the Apocalypse. That's the zombie. Oh, yeah. 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 That looks kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Is it out? It might I don't be. think, I don't it's, think it's out, out yet. It may not be. I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's That's probably more of a Christmas movie than Black <laughs> Christmas. But also, it's a horror movie. All right. Uh, number 20. Well, that was, sorry. 20, oh, sorry, 19. Me. So, 19... Fan favorite. They're all fan favorites, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol. What a sweet movie. I love this story. Yeah. The, the, and I love the Muppets. It's everything it's everything you can have for, for me at Christmas. Puppets, Muppets, and the and Dickens and Dickens. Muppets and Dickens. D- Muppets and Dickens. <laughs> Which this I'm fall. sure I've slurred that to other people in, <laughs> uh, in a drunken stupor on Christmas Eve. Back home. Well, I found you at the bar, like com- almost entirely passed out. I'm just just going Muppets Mupp- and Dickens. <laughs> you know what I love? Muppets and Dickens. <laughs> and then I pick you up, <laughs> you drag throw you up. in a cab, and tell them to just take you away. <laughs> uh, but it's you know it's straightforward adaptation of um, yeah. Christmas Carol. Um, and we've got a few the- versions of that in this in our our list here. But yeah, I think you can't get away from it in terms of what it does for you for, at Christmas time. It's, I think well, it's, it's your epic Christmas story, really. Yeah, but, it, uh, it, yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's appropriate that the first entry is, you know, the Muppets lighthearted mm-hmm. and fun. Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. Love Can't it. go wrong there. He's There's no one. way you can go wrong with Michael Caine. Even, <laughs> even in Jaws 4. <laughs> you need a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> Every good movie needs a hoagie. Uh, so, Love it, yeah. Love it, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I haven't really. I. Maybe there are people out there that don't like Muppets. Uh, uh, you know They're this. Fools. Yeah, but, but no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's not why? a cup of tea. But I think uh, if you're in the Christmas spirit, you're gonna love a Christmas Carol. Yeah. In almost any entry. Uh, who's the TV guy in the '80s? Uh, what version of that? C. Thomas Howell? No. G. George C. George Scott. C. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Love that one. Yeah. It's not it, on and, our list, but I love it. Nope, not on our list. I wouldn't, we're not talking TV other than Star Wars Holiday no. Special. <laughs> uh, there's a, isn't there a Patrick Stewart one? 
Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably within 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why if, not? If only there would have been a Marlon Brando one. Ugh. Oh, Brando? Oh, Brando as Scrooge? Get out of here. Number, <laughs> number one. I think you could go through and maybe do like every actor from The Godfather as in that role, especially Pacino. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Pacino is Scrooge. For Forget some it. reason, Bill Hader doing Pacino just popped into my head. <laughs> That'd be a great movie. Uh, um, I would anyway. love to see that. Uh, so yeah, Muppet Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, there's a handful of Chris of Muppet movies. I think this is one of the better ones. It's just uh, it's just fun. There. It's uh, it hits home. It's a good one. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch with friends and family. And kids and old people. Yeah. Maybe that'll be my family's uh, movie this year. Bring it in. Yeah. Watch it. It's fun. Do you own it? Nope. Oh, time to call up the old Amazon.com. See if they can deliver that overnight. I prefer going to Blockbuster and renting it. <laughs> cool. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> There's one left. Uh, number 18 on the list. Uh, super classic. White Christmas. The actual song White Christmas, isn't that from Holiday Inn? Yeah, it's from a different it's, yeah. thing, and then it was like popularized with this. Yeah, it, right? and then like, they kind of like redid it yeah. with this. It's like, all right, we're just going to base the whole yeah. show on this, <laughs> like so the whole thing. If you're a cl- if you're a fan of the classic like Bing Crosby type musical movies, then this is totally for you. Yeah, it's it, uh, a lot of singing and dancing. Yeah, right? singing and dancing, and and it goes with your very old Hollywood. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of It's a Wonderful Life, I'm sure you're a fan of this movie as well. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a nice classic. Yeah. It's 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 um, it's not because it's not a straightforward just uh, storyline. You you have just musical numbers, and yeah. dancing, and people who are completely on their game. I mean, it's right. They know these are ta- these are talents you don't see on the screen today. Uh, no, because they're all dead. Right, you never you, see these stars anymore. Been I've been waiting for, for Bing's new movie, and <laughs> when is it, keep, when is it going to land? I've got news alerts for Bing Crosby, and it never goes off. I keep hearing that he's coming. He's working on it, but <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. So this this is a great one, a nice classic. Uh, always always good to have the pepper the classics in with your more modern stuff. Oh well, let's go back to the modern day. Let's switch. Yeah, number seventeen, Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton, John Ritter, Bernie Mac, and uh, Gilmore. Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. <laughs> yeah, the incomparable <laughs> Lauren Graham. Yeah. What a, what a cast. Now this, uh, is it 2003 or it's, five? Um, three. Four? Three, four, or five. Two, 2003. It was right the first time. Uh, there are, to me, there are two... And both of them are on our on our list, but there are two modern day Christmas classics, and this is one of them. Oh, okay. It's very anti-establishment. Yeah. Um, a great dark comedy. Uh, just a different kind of entry into the Christmas realm. Yeah. A well, rated R version for sure. Yeah, it's our it's it's raunchy, it's funny, it's it's sexy, but it's never like over the top. It's just kind of crude, crude and rude. Um, but f- but Dude. but it's got <laughs> but it's got heart, and it's just with a charming cat. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton play just plays this complete low life thief. He's kind of at his best here. Yeah, I mean, this is 
you you can't stop watching it. And yeah. He, I, I don't know. And then just everyone he interacts with the uh, the the kid who ends up you know he befriending who's just this weird kid who they gave amazingly funny lines to. I remember just dying. Oh laughing. yeah, yeah. Like, and the, and the way Billy Bob is just reacting to him. And it's just a fun. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it in a while, I'd give it a rewatch. Yeah. We uh, this we're not ever 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 going to cover this movie on Reconsimation just because of the year it came out. You're right. Uh, but this is worth a, uh, a re-examination. Yeah, give it a shot. It's a lot of fun, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh. And it's not the it's not uh, it's not the gross out humor. It's just kind of no. It's just, like I said, crude and he's just and a dark, jerk, and he's you know? a dick, and it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, that's a great entry into this list. Big yeah. fan. Big fan. It's something different. Um, now, a controversial pick coming up next. Maybe a little too high. Or does it belong here? I say it does. Uh, number 16, Santa Claus the Movie. Remember that 1982 classic <laughs> starring Dudley Moore? Now, this is a. I, I would say this is sort of a forgotten movie. It's been. It was panned pretty, pretty hard, I think, uh, back in the day so it's 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 missing it's a kind of a crazy story but it's but the attempt at this film it's like the it's it was trying to basically establish the origin of santa claus mm. how his magic works how his operation work you yeah, kind of giving you work. all the answers yeah it's just sort of like it, finally we have the answers dudley moore uh John dudley moore dudley moore is a great santa <laughs> he's not santa he plays patch the elf um dave huddleton plays santa claus of course Late uh, David Huddleston. And then, of course, John, John Lithgow plays a villainous toy maker who tries to create Christmas 2. Um, Boy, he was he kind of typecast as a villain in the early 80s. Yeah. And I'm He's, sorry, this is 85, by the way. Yeah, yeah of but, course it is. Same yeah. year as Footloose. <laughs> exactly. So Yeah, it, he's yeah. just having these bad turns yeah. you know, left and right. But it's, but it's a funny thing of it's that, that this is what you would see in the 80s and beyond is the um, the commercialization of Christmas is sort of, you know at odds with the spirit of Christmas, and you know couched in how does how does Santa work? How does it work? It's a, on paper it seems like timely and and interesting, and I guess it's just there's just too much going on. It's kind of well. Nuts. That's I was just gonna say that I remember uh, being very young, and at my friend Greg's house up the street. It was a snow day, yeah. or was it, it was we had one of those two-hour delay days. Oh yeah, which was the worst. Always the worst. You had a, to go to school. It's a tease that you're not going to go to school, but then you have to go to school, <laughs> yeah. and it's just awkward because like your parents have to go to work, so they have to bring you to somebody else's house, and you have to just wait until it's time to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the trailer for this, and I remember just thinking, and I was like five or six, just thinking, oh, it's probably six. Uh, this is just too much. It's just too much. There's too much happening here, <laughs> and I'm six. So well, and it has a. It's a. It's. I think it's like a Britain co-production, like mm-hmm. a Britain company sort of, uh, sort of had that. So there's an aesthetic to it that, yeah. you know, American kids aren't used to. Um, which you know, I think it looks fine, but it it's just some. It was weird. It was off. Yeah. It was. And it I didn't. It it hasn't really lasted it's not on a lot of people's lists anymore it's not very i don't know if it's streaming anywhere right now it yeah. might be but um it's not a popular one no but i think it's worth taking a look at because it tries to answer those questions yeah. 
it's it's uh, I would check it out again. Give it a shot. I, I I've been meaning to sort of it, it comes up in my head every every so often around Christmas time. Like ah, I I I don't think I I think I was okay with it, but I was so young. It's just a bold title. Santa Claus. Santa the Claus. Movie. The movie. Yeah. It's like when Madonna had that single just called Music. I'm like, that is a bold shit. Music? Yeah. What? You can't just take music. It's all-encompassing. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? That's insane. Uh, Santa Claus the movie is available at Best Buy DVD uh, $9.99. Get, of course get, it is. Send it Send it to your loved one. Aren't all DVDs like no more than $9.99? I think that's the higher end of... <laughs> oh, boy. How things have changed. All right. What's next? Where are we going? Number 15. Uh... Now in the 80s, it's Gremlins. Gremlins is... Mm. So this bounces between a... To me, it's like half Halloween, half right. Christmas. It's like Nightmare Before Christmas, which is coming up on the list. But, Maybe. Um, I love Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins. Just from the opening note, the Darlene love, you know, uh, Christmas music. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's... It's a lot of fun. Christmas pervades through uh, all the set, the set deck and scenery. The set deck, the music, the production design. It's yeah. all very Christmassy. Obviously, it's set at Christmas, but it is a horror film. Like it is a horror. It's a horror almost family comedy. comedy. Yeah, like because <laughs> it's nothing. Too, there's nothing really gory about it. It's just scary. And clearly, they're puppets. But like, <laughs> yeah. they're fucking shit up. They're fucking shit up, killing people, and they're hilarious. Like they're they're the the puppets are hilarious to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, but they're legitimately scary. One them. thing I love about Gremlins is the internal like monologue that's happening in a lot of these scenes between the gremlins <laughs> like there's there are relationships yeah. going on there yeah. and <laughs> there's conflict and and there's the you know there's alliances and it and yeah they're just agents of chaos and uh they're a lot of fun i would say it's a family movie but for older kids like yeah. you don't want to show like a, your five-year-old this movie they're gonna get scared no but like Ten? closer to the 10 year old range they they really might love it. Yeah, you it's know? not enough. I think can handle it. It's because it isn't. It isn't like it's scary. Like again, it's scary. It's like a ghost story. That's scary. It's yeah. not horrifying or anything like that. Joe Dante classic. It's the epic battle between uh, Gizmo and Stripe. Who's gonna? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the epic battle. Yeah, between the, yeah. It's like Cain and Abel. <laughs> uh, next on the list, we're moving uh, toward the animated, uh, the Polar Express, CGI. I have a confession. I've never seen Polar Express. Oh my god! This is based off that book, The Polar, the Polar Express. Express, and they basically took the look from the book, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's you know Tom Hanks is he plays like three different characters, I think, in this, but he's primarily the string conductor, and it looks like Tom Hanks, but it doesn't look like Tom right, Hanks. Right, right. And it's just kind of this weird, creepy vibe, and I think it more or less it's it's less well received. I mean, I think younger kids probably liked it i don't think adults had as much fun with this yeah it, it was one of the i remember it being like it was pushed really hard yeah. they really wanted it to be the the new big christmas movie and it just didn't take but uh yeah i don't know i, I think it still ranks up there it's it, it seems to have over time uh gotten a little more love yeah i think you're you're still gonna have it's like you're gonna have some fun with it, or at least enjoy it. Enjoy the sentiment of it. Yeah, you know, it's a boy trying to maintain the the belief in Santa and Christmas, which that's like that's a Christmas movie for yeah. me. Like you know, so at least if if you enjoy that type of story, 
of you know what it means to believe um especially in the the difference between being an adult and being a kid and having that belief when you're a kid this well, is that yeah. movie attempts to to I'm, lock you into that magic yeah which you can't really do um live actiony well now you can of course you can do whatever you want like and it looks the cgi is seamless but this is that mocap um weird cgi uncanny valley look that imitates an art style an artistic style so it just kind of it's zemeckis getting into that weirdness that he started to get into yeah that he got very like, fascinated with the uh with the motion capture stuff yeah and it hadn't really after this like that was there's was no going back yeah him, so but you know a, a fine entry into you know if you're gonna watch a christmas film yeah Kids, it's a good family. Train, Santa. It's movie. a good family movie. Yeah. So have some fun with that. Yeah. Um, number 13, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the uh, Jim Carrey version. Now, this one is... Terrible? No, I I would have... My original list had the old 60s animated one. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But obviously, it was disqualified for certain reasons. It's a TV show, and it's like 26 minutes. But there are a ton of people that love this movie. Sure, why not? Yeah. Why not? It's, I think... I it, mean, it's up until this month, right, when the new one just came out, right, yeah. that this was the theatrical version of it. Yeah, and it's... The, Ron Howard directed. Jim Carrey loves uh, being in, in a very heavy, deep costume and character like this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Christmas version of the mask, yeah, right? Well, yeah, he got to and he got to be a little more zany and a little more. He loves like, that. Big, yeah. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It's gonna it's gonna have jokes for kids. It's gonna people the adults are gonna like it because it's nostalgic in a way, for uh, based on the book and the the cartoon. So why not? Yeah. Have, you know, and again, it's like we're we're heading straight toward Christmas here. This is yeah. Oh, we're deep what, in it now. What, what does Christmas mean? Um, Next up is. Number 12, The Santa Claus. Never the, heard of it. The Santa Claus. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Tim Allen's uh, yeah. classic, the first entry of the trilogy of uh, one man who finds himself inheriting the job of Santa Claus after now, I, a terrible accident. When this came out, I remember thinking, like, this movie is going to be horrible. I have no interest in it. It's a just typical, like, Hollywood movie. And then... I don't. I don't remember. I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember why it was on. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's actually kind of sw- kind of cute. Yeah, it charmed you. Yeah, it's yeah. It, charming is a better word for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, it's a, a, another good family. Like it's a wholesome family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, good to watch with everybody. It's uh, it's just an interesting story. And then of course. As you get in the in the trilogy, you get Martin Short, and then and then it's off to the races. Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a a nice modern entry into the uh, into a great Christmas story. Yeah, come on, who doesn't want to be Santa Claus? Well, it shows you how you ever you know you you could become you could become Santa, and this is what's going to happen. All right, take it or leave it. The next entry, A Christmas Carol from 1951. Talk about classics. This, oh, boy. This one is defining, right? This yeah. Is this sort is... There have been other entries before, mm-hmm. other entries after. Yeah. But this is the one, right? This is the really the main one. I mean, you can... 
There's God, there's so many versions of Christmas Carol. Uh, but this is your classic. If you're into the classic films, yeah. um, you're old school. This is this is black and white. Black so and white. just beware. Yeah, yeah, there's be- a lot of you kids out there who just do not like black and white movies. It's like, remember the beginning of The Wizard of Oz? It's like that. It's like that, but, but the whole but movie. Stop it when it gets to color. It's over. But Alistair Sim plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Classic tale. Really Dickens. like the, sort of the defining version of it. Yeah. I, I feel like this is the one and everything is sort of like... An imitation. An or imitation version. or a version of this. Yeah. So you, you have to put this on your Christmas list. Your top 25. Right? Yeah. We did. Oh, and that's where it is. Number 11. Uh, okay. Number 10. Number 10. We're in the top 10. Here we go. Bring the Nightmare Before Christmas. This is another uh, second Tim Burton entry, although he didn't direct it technically. It is considered a Tim Burton movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Henry Selleck directed it. Uh, a beautiful movie. A great kind of merging of Halloween and Christmas. It really does fall in both categories. Sure. Uh Great work from not only Chris Sarandon but uh, Danny Elfman, who mm-hmm. both did the voice of uh, yeah. of Jack, Jack Skellington, the Jack King Skellington, of and Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, who they perform they perform this live every year at the Bowl. I think uh, I'm, I got my tickets for next year. Go! I, oh, did you buy me one? Well, I was. Was that a was that, I, a, was that a Christmas gift? <clears throat> Excuse me. I step oh, out for a minute. Never mind. I'm not going to be in town. <clears throat> Um, So now let's get to the controversial pick But it's definitely going to go on the list either way Niner Number nine The Die Hard Sorry, Die Hard Christmas movie Not a Christmas movie Christmas movie 100% not a Christmas movie It's it's about a family trying to be together at Christmas time There's like tons of movies about families doing shit together all the time That doesn't matter If it weren't for Christmas, he wouldn't even be there This is a cop movie this no. is a cop movie. It has nothing to do with it. This that. is an action movie, and it's a cop movie <laughs> that happens to be set at Christmas. That's the uh, never-ending argument. The writer, uh, Stephen D'Souza, yeah. says it's a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis, the star, says it's not a Christmas movie. Right, John he... McTiernan, well, he's been in jail, so he doesn't have much to say. <laughs> Who but... gives a shit? <laughs> I get why people want to listen. This is one of the cultural movies. This is the cultural and going back to where you're talking about how Godfather, Goodfellas, all these movies are rented and bought and watched at Christmas. This is one of those things that it's going to show up on cable. It's, I'm sure this was on TBS a million times at Christmas because, you know, they're showing it throughout the rest of the year because it's a great action movie. But it's got that Christmas element. There's some there's some jingle bells. There's some tunes. Christmas is mentioned. Well, no, you can't argue it. Obviously, it is a set at Christmas. Set at Christmas, yeah. It is the reason they're together. They're like that. This is. It's yeah. the reason that he's there. Okay. Because of Christmas, he's trying. He's making the attempt to mend the the fence with his wife. It's and, a reason things happen. That doesn't make it about that thing. So, that's but it why. is also about that. It's not about that. It's a yeah. This doesn't see. This is the movie. It doesn't fit my Scrooged requirements. My Bill Murray monologue. Exactly. So this so, is why I will never like consider it a Christmas. And movie. and I think and sadly I don't think this debate is going to end anytime soon about oh. this particular movie. But if this is a movie you watch every year, this is part of what you do as tradition. If this is something that you enjoy, 
of course it's going to be on your list. So I get it. Yeah. And I get both sides. I, I, pick, both I sides. pick one. I know what's the correct side. And me too. It's a Christmas it's movie. We Christmas all know movie. that. And it's we're moving fine. on to number eight. Love, actually. Oh, by the way, oh, you can check out Die Hard in the archives. Uh, pull that out at <laughs> Love, eight. actually, number Lo- seven. Yeah. Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Alan Rickman. Uh, Every British actor and actress that ever was in the 90s and early 2000s. It's a month-long tale of romantic, professional, plutonic uh, love. Yeah. And Alan Rickman said it's his second favorite Christmas movie. What's his first? Die Hard. He's an idiot. (laughs) Don't don't, don't talk about it. Don't speak of the dead. Don't speak of the dead. I get it. You can't. Um, But a classic, definitely something people watch and enjoy. The lo- love blossoming at Christmas time, mm-hmm. you you know, love is going to be a part of the story. And so it has to stay there. It's an it's an examination of all sorts of relationships at Christmas time. Yeah. That's kind of the through line. And then, at, well, I won't spoil the ending, but Don't if you haven't seen it, it, you really should. It's a great uh, it's a great date movie. It's it's see it with a date. A lot of great performances. Uh, Liam Neeson's great in it. Um, the Alan Rickman Emma Thompson storyline has some really great moments. Um, yeah, Emma Thompson is first of all an amazing actress. Every day, but there's a moment of heartbreak that is just very real. I always thought, yeah, and, and it gets me every time. Like oh. just like she just nailed what that feeling is like. Yeah, um, Laura Linney's great in it. Uh, there's just there's Hugh Grant has some. Very comedic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he stutter around a bit? <laughs> he does his Hugh Grant thing, uh, but it's a really good um, movie about all these all these characters and how they're intertwined and and they're they're how they crash into each other. It's all right. <laughs> Sometimes you just crash into each other. You really want that movie to be on here. <laughs> I wish it was at Christmas. Um, yeah, so great entry here in the top eight. Yeah. Uh, Check action. it out if you haven't seen it, for sure. Get in there. Number seven, one of my top favorites of the season, Scrooged. And, I've, and I, I point to the ending as the defining, the definition, basically the, the distillation of, of what a Christmas movie is. It's the Dickens classic told in modern times with the incomparable Bill Murray as the Scrooge character, these he's we will also cover Scrooged uh, at some point, but yeah, uh, he's the perfect actor to play. Yeah, Scrooge play, play the the like the nine the eighties, uh, you know, greedy, self absorbed guy. Yeah, I mean, he's basically Michael Michael uh, or not Michael uh, Mike, Michael Douglas from Wall Street. Yeah, he's Gordon Gecko. Yeah, but funny or. Funnier, yeah. darker, funnier, more extreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that you know, but he learns a lesson of what the meaning of Christmas is, and he all through the lives that he's touched and touch him, and that he's just been on the the periphery of, uh, and knowing that if he avoids them, he's going to die alone, and it's going to be sad. Yeah, and he changes his ways. I would have loved a Scrooge too, where it's like it's the next summer, and he's just like uh, running a charity and. Being awesome, like, what why my, did we not have Scrooge too? 
Some of my favorite moments are the the opening of the the Lee Majors oh, Christmas yeah. special. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it's Lee Majors. <laughs> That's right. Um, Many of you guys probably are not going to know who Lee Majors was, but a big action star, TV star from seventies and eighties. He played Buck Rogers. No, he did not. <laughs> um, love love this movie. It should be seen every year, all the time. Yeah. Um, the last Dickens entry in our in our list. Yeah, and it's it's um, got some Saturday Night Live tie-ins. Michael O'Donohue wrote it mm-hmm. uh, with uh, um, Michael Glazer, right? That's probably right. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Mitchell Mitch Glazer. Why Mitch Glazer. Mitch Glazer. It is Mitch Glazer. Mitch yeah. Glazer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, wrote the movie, so it's sort of a reunion from the original SNL days for Bill Murray. Yeah. Richard Donner directed, coming classic. off of his other Christmas classic, *Lethal Weapon*. Yeah. Uh, it it's just it's a really solid movie. Great ending, uh, where we sort of define everything, like you yeah. said. Yeah. I, I I it's perfect. I, I love it. So this is where we get in our list. Uh, you can mix any of these up at this point. Yeah. I mean, top 10, top 12, you're yeah. just, you know, you're having, you're just having a great Christmas yeah. with these yeah. films. Um, this one I think is a legacy pick more or less, but still enjoyable on its own. Uh, number six, uh, miracle on 34th street. Yeah. From back in the forties. Uh, I think that's the forties. So we're going way out. Uh, I think it, I want to say it was yeah. I think it is the forties. Is that so, right? Yeah, no, I can't remember the exact year. Forty-seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 another classic like uh, Christmas Carol, and then another one coming up here. You've got a handful of movies that are your your just over time your your classics that yeah. uh, just can't be ignored. Yeah, it's embedded in the culture. Yeah. Um, every year, TBS is going to run it all day. <laughs> yeah. You know that. But like our parents' generation grew mm-hmm. up with this in a sense, so yeah. it's it's something that's just been part of American Christmas culture for a very long time, uh, and it's just about the belief in Santa and the belief in other people mm-hmm. and what the spirit of Christmas means. And I love that shit. Yeah. Get <laughs> uh, get on it. Number five. Love this one. Elf. The Will Ferrell that classic. Is, that is our other modern day classic. Yeah, get in there. I was, you know, I remember the previews, and and this is right when Will was getting ready to leave SNL, uh, and he was kind of at his, I don't know if it was the height of his popularity, but the first wave of his, of his popularity. Yeah, and uh, was so excited to see this come out, and I was so satisfied in the theater when I saw it, and like it was a great, great Christmas movie, really funny. Solid direction. If you like Will Ferrell, he's really John Favreau did a great job of containing him in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a lot of his movies, he just goes wild, and like Adam McKay would let him run loose and and do a lot of his improv, which is funny to a point, and yeah. then it just gets too much, too long, too yeah. weird, and you don't know where to cut it. <laughs> yeah, and Elf is very edited, an edited version of Will, and I, and I think it's one of his best films. Yeah, he's fantastic, and this is Buddy. I mean, he's just that that playful joy of uh, without any kind of um, any sort of filter, but it's not that adult Will Ferrell that you're always used to. He's childlike the whole mm-hmm. time, and it just ups his charm level like a million times. And he's spreading Christmas cheer to people who are 
bitter, cynical New Yorkers. And you're not talking about James Con, <laughs> not my James Con. <laughs> nope. But it it takes a lot. It, it would take a Will Ferrell level of person to break through the James Con yeah. of it all. So. Um, what a just fun movie! Zooey Deschanel making an early appearance yeah. in her career, singing and dancing. No yeah, dancing. Lo- no dancing, but singing. Singing. Yeah, she's great. She's got a band. I think that's the first time I've seen Zooey. I think she had a show bef- between then and now. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't know what it's called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but this so. is, I think, the first one of the very first appearances of her with probably awkwardly blonde hair. Certainly with a uh, elite. Yeah, yeah. Blonde yeah. Let's. Girl. What's happening? Should have the black works. Better. Um. So yeah, uh, now we're we're heading into the home stretch here. Number four, another legacy pick, but you're gonna have to go with it. It's a Wonderful Life. You know it's gonna be on TBS. Mm-hmm. Is that still a channel? That's still a channel. It's the Superstation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's gonna be on at six oh five, eight oh five, ten oh five. And the Braves game. Um, <laughs> and then the Braves game. Yeah. Followed by the Hawks game because no one watches that. <laughs> um, Are they good? I don't know. Jimmy Stewart is, yeah. is a man who, who's done good his whole life and has not seen, doesn't realize he the good he's done and sees what his what the world would be like without him and learns that being being good begets goodness. Mm-hmm. And that's the Christmas spirit. That's, yeah. that's it. You... You put good out there. It's not necessarily karma, but it's because you're doing good. Others do good too. And it's it's a he's the richest one of the most Christmas spiritual songs. Christmas movies. Yeah, uh, and and I think it's sort of lost on the modern audience that Jimmy Stewart was great. Yeah, Jimmy Stewart is a great actor. He was always Jimmy Stewart. He was <laughs> Jimmy Stewart in this situation. Yeah, but a uh, great actor. I'm, yeah, he's uh, endlessly watchable. Yeah, and what just what a great long film. Yeah, but what a, but a fun a fun one and a perennial classic. You're gonna see it. It's gonna be on everyone's list. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so it's you don't have to be different to love a Christmas movie. And we're not being different. We're being the same. And we love it. And we love you. Um, so let's hit the let's hit in the top three. Top three. Here we go. And number three. Home Alone. 1990, Chris, Chris Columbus, Columbus classic. Chris Columbus, Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hara, John Candy. What's his name? John Hurd. John Hurd, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, they're all here. R.I.P. Pesci. Pesci's in it. Stern. It's so funny. My kids, I'm talking about them for a second. This is the only Joe Pesci movie that they've seen this, at this oh, point what are you like, going next you know joe pesci is the comedy like <laughs> funny wacky guy from home alone he also is some other things but... i think well if the next one you should still stay with it and go my cousin yeah we were actually talking about that okay but, but uh, uh this is this is set at christmas time is boy. it boy i couldn't tell yeah controversial pick for me i'm okay with it though Home Alone I wouldn't is a, watch this every year. I don't, you know, it's fine. Gen, but I disagree because our generation, I think in I'm general. I wouldn't watch this. Sure. Thing, but our generation, we grew up on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Saw it in the theater. Uh, very funny. It. Very big impact. Very pop culture-y. Didn't they do a big Pepsi campaign with this? I think so, yeah. Um, just I, a really solid movie. It's It's got heart. Um, it's got laughs it's got everything it's got a santa claus it's got church it's got families it's got it's a got john williams score that you'll never forget you'll never forget that never. um 
And I think, I believe, if I look this up, this was in theaters for like 11 months. Like, it literally ran to the next October or something. Yeah, this was, I mean, this was a huge movie. This is that 89, 90, 91, when movies were big, they were huge. Yeah. Like, between Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, or sorry, Roger Rabbit, then Indiana Jones, Mm -hmm. then Batman, uh, then Home Alone right after that, Terminator 2. Like, you had this sequence of just really big movies. Before they were franchises like the Marvel movies. Okay, you mentioned Indiana Jones and Terminator. Well, those are part of franchises, (laughs) but not. It's not. I don't know. Those are different. They're not franchises. They're just they're they're series. Yeah, they were part of a series. It's It's different. Where the the marketing is different now of a franchise. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry you don't like Marvel movies, but Um, but Home Alone anyway. (laughs) Separately from all that, Home Alone, (laughs) amazing movie. Yeah. Uh, it's it's got so much heart. It's funny. It still works. The jokes. I mean, it's a lot of physical comedy. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of pratfalls, screams. Yeah. I just I was always taken even back then when I was ten. Why aren't these guys cursing at all when they're being lit on fire, getting burned with tar, putting a pin a giant needle through their foot, falling on ice, cracking their skulls, stepping on glass. A spider on their face, getting hit with a metal beam, mm-hmm. hit with uh, fine. paint cans, tripping on micro machines. What other gags are there? Oh, that's was, all. Yeah. It's all in the trailer too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they kind of sell it all in the trailer. <laughs> but fun stuff. Love this movie. A lot of fun. Definitely belongs in the top ten. And top ten. Once you, and once you become a parent of multiple kids, you can see how it could happen. Yeah, <laughs> very easy. <laughs> Don't leave your kids at home, yeah. but you know if don't if let you the neighbor do, kids come over because they can confuse fucking everything. <laughs> um, let's go right into number two: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. So the best, the best vacation. I honestly, I'm gonna go with this as the best, only because it's it doesn't exist without vacation. But this is it. It's the, is one the one that emotionally hits home for me. Sure. Um. And this is going to sound very dark, and I don't mean it that way. Because you moment, kidnapped your boss on Christmas yeah. Eve? Well, we don't talk about that. Okay. There's still a legal situation working out. Yeah. Um, the moment where the doorbell rings, and you get the each time the doorbell rings, it gets like deeper and deeper. Uh-huh. And like and the slow people. zoom in, that uh-huh. slow push in on the door, uh-huh. and the, all the in-laws are there. Yeah, That moment is just... A very real to me. Sometimes. That's a lot of your Christmas yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah, and I love my in-laws. It really doesn't have to do with them personally. It's with other family. Uh, the extended family, though, yeah. and all that. I'm sure when you're a kid, there was some. Yeah, uh, yeah, some there was. Yeah, it was more related to when. Yeah, just yeah. like just dealing with like. Okay, we have this quiet moment. We're all here in the house, and then it's loud. Everybody, everyone's like, here. Now we have to deal with. 20 extra people oh, nothing like, to do with them personally but just yeah. in general like, these people are here they're sitting on your couch they're sitting on your favorite chair yeah. they're you gotta share your dinner table with them yeah and you love them and it's fun and it's and it's loud and it's crazy it's family you know? and you've got a you know i remember having to feel like a, you're keeping up uh you have to stay nice to everybody and you have to look nice and you've yeah, got to put a nice sweater on yeah. Yeah. i just made the motion that i'm putting a tie on tie and straightening on. it yeah you got to button down with a tie and i sweater over yeah it. yeah no that's that that's was your me. look that's your uh, look if you want me to i'll post pictures of, <laughs> of me as that 
So definitely you're going to see this in most lists in the top and uh, certainly here. For me, it was like my life was like this, but make it Italian. Yeah. Oh, God. And, oh boy. Ugh. Look out. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Still love them. They're the best. I'm sure your Italian relatives are wonderful. But you've got Chevy here. Um, I don't know if I would say like he's in his prime. But he's so good in this movie. He's always great as Clark Griswold. Yeah, as Griswold. Clark is great. And he nail—he just nails it again after having, you know, a little bit of time off. Yeah. Uh, but so good. Randy Quaid's great. Mm-hmm. Beverly D'Angelo is a great grounding force. Great guest stars. Brian Doyle Murray, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, oh, yeah. Nicholas Guest as the neighbors. Right. Just so good. There's so many, um, so many great... And the 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 in laws, the grandparents yeah. are are all of them, oh all four God. of them, so great. Yeah, they make every character so distinct and relatable in terms of you either know a relative like one of them, or they're in your family. Yeah, you know, like, and you love them, and you're just like they know you, but you and they're fun and they're nice, they're great people, and everyone's just p- coming together, and it's there's always like the weird person the senile person Mm -hmm. the person that needs a little more care the one that's uh and they're just all there uncle lewis yeah so uh, i i feel like in my world yeah i as an adult i'm now clark griswold in a lot of ways yeah (laughs) but like him in the attic watching the old family films that's me yeah yeah that's you yeah so um yeah it's it takes place pretty much the entire month of december and preparing for christmas as a family and what happens and uh anyone who does celebrate christmas can relate to at least some of this yeah and uh there's a lot of human moments in it and this is a movie and for surprisingly i think this was the first movie i I ever said like every single time i watch this i laugh like at this every time i I think this was the first consistently funny like sure i love ghostbusters does it have as many jokes as vacation probably not and do i laugh as hard no great vacation is hilarious at all yeah. times. Ghostbusters is funny. I'm not discounting how great it is, but it's the like this movie is just consistently funny. Like yeah. it's crazy and insane. And I totally agree. Year after year, it's funny every time. I watch it. I watch it with my family every Christmas. This is our Christmas Eve movie. Ah, nice. And we just laugh just as hard every time. Every and time. Every year after year. You can't stop. I saw in the theaters, and I. When did I buy it on VHS? Do you remember when I bought it? Um, the 94, next... 94, 95? Yeah, 94. I think you were you in were high there. school. Yeah, high school. We were in yeah. social studies, and you <laughs> you showed, hey, cut look what I got. Go buy <laughs> for thirty nine ninety five <laughs> on VHS. Um, um, but yeah, it's it's been a constant, and it. my wife and I were just discussing how... Um, some movies, some Christmas movies age and maybe take a break once in a while from them. Sure. So this right. is one, watch it every year and it doesn't. Yeah. This, I'm right up there with that. I yeah. could always watch this. Uh, so we're getting right to the end here. Drum number roll. One, what's the number one reconsinimation Christmas movie 2018? It's a Christmas story. That's it. Another TBS classic. The, yeah. It's been running straight 24 hours on TNT. And TBS, I think, for the last 12 years, 15 years? No, way more than that. No, um, I think 15 years. 24 hours. I, oh, it was, 24 hours. Yeah, it, yeah. Of course, yeah. it would be on like, almost every night yeah. or whatever. I remember seeing it um, as a kid, and I remember being in my basement, 
and nice tube TV, which hand me down from one of my grandparents. So you like turn the knob to change channels. You can only go to channel 13, uh, or maybe, maybe more. But, uh, I remember coming to Christmas story and it was the scene where he's going up to Santa's lap and then Santa boots him down the slide. And I was so disturbed by that scene that I would not watch this movie. I was like, Nope, no Christmas story. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. My wife grew up loving this movie. And once, once we had started dating, she showed it to me and I, as an adult, Jesus really embraced it. Like uh, then I was like, Oh my God. Yes. This is the perfect Christmas movie. Got it. Oh yeah. That's when it sunk in for me. Wow. As an adult, that's yeah. insane. That's, I mean, this is, uh, I, it, I'd been alive for a while before it came out, but I, I really just, I see this, this has always been there. This has just been in my consciousness and something I'd seen every year, multiple times a year. I've kind of moved on from it. I think it's, I, certainly as a kid you relate to the kids in it and then as you become an adult and understand the adult of it all fragile yeah like and and how crazy your parents can be or your relatives or whatever and it's just like you know it's about one boy's mission to have the best christmas Mm -hmm. and all the problems that arise yeah around that it's not i mean it's not the it's not what it's only about but right it's his day it's his his daily central crux yeah his daily life at christmas and so you a lot of things that are relatable especially like you can see that the story is like this could have been my parents story and that you know because it is about a kid of our parents generation Mm -hmm. and um i totally could see that in scranton pennsylvania being the story that's happening oh yeah um where i grew up uh for my parents i've kind of moved on from it though I, i i like i like it it's a lot of fun it's the the 24 hour thing unfortunately for me like i the too much exposure it's great yeah I, I, it's every time if if it's going to be on i'm going to pay attention to it um but uh i don't know it's 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 fantastic in its own way love it it's it, i, it I belongs think belongs in all the top fives for me not my top one but totally get it and totally belongs here i i agree that the overexposure of it has really hurt it in a way yeah, because the joke I, was that, oh, Christmas Story's on all the time. And yeah. then, then they were like, well, let's definitely just put it on all the time. Yeah. I, and I So I got it. Like, you know, it had that early early 2000s irony thing to it. It's great. You, that means it was accessible anytime. If you're at, if it was Christmas morning or you're at the Christmas party later. It'd be on. The night before. Hey, yep. put on Christmas Story. Yeah. Because there's always going to be something you like about it. So that's why it belongs there. It's, you know, and what what tale about Christmas if you celebrate it, you know, wouldn't you res- would not resonate with you, but another boy, uh, a child waiting for like that perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. And he, he's just on the cusp of not understanding or in, of not believing in Santa Claus anymore. This yeah. is like his last year. Yeah. And he's right there and he still believes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. He's uh, a lot of, just, again, so many great characters. Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin are great as the parents. Peter Billingsley, obviously a career as an actor, career performance here. Um, it's, I, I wish <laughs> it wasn't overexposed. I think it drove people away from it. I think yeah. now it's time I'd argue that come back and take another look at it. Cause it's, a, it's a solid, uh, 
emotional movie. It hits home. There's yeah. a lot to identify with. They did a great job of making it feel like an old movie when it was made in 83. Yeah. It felt like, like I always thought it was made in the, like, 50s or 60s because it looked so believable. Yeah. Like that. The way the houses and the, the cars, the, the outfits, like, it's old style. And, like, and if you grew up in a small town where a lot of those buildings still exist, the old electricity, you could, like, see, like, this is this is what it was like 40 years ago. Like, yeah. 30 years ago. And <laughs> there's a lot of... There's a lot of moments I love in this movie. Yeah. But I think the one that like really hits home with me as an adult now oh, is fuck. <laughs> not that. Yeah. Is uh that moment where the parents are just sitting together like on the couch yeah. and like it's just it's finally quiet and the kids have gotten their presence and they're in bed and they just have a moment to just kind of like breathe it in and reflect yeah. and enjoy it for themselves and and that's uh, I don't know, just a, a moment I embrace now. And sure, uh, there's a lot of moments like that throughout the movie, and that's I think that maybe why it's number one on our list. Yeah. Uh, but we know you guys have. I'm sure all of you have your own lists and your own versions of uh, Christmas movies. And tweeted us, tell us what do you think? What's your list? What's on uh, your top list? What do you love to watch every year? What yeah. what is undeniable? What's your top your Christmas What's your movie? top 5? What's your top 3? Don't say Die Hard, but I mean if it's Die Hard cool. <laughs> we we know it's Die. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably Die it's Hard. It's a given, but but if you said something like Back to the Future 3, I'm like, "All right, cool. Like you watch that every sure, year. Right. Why not? <laughs> it's a western. It's, it takes place in the summer. It's great." Um so yeah, that's it. That's the the top 25 yeah. Christmas movies. Reconcinimation Christmas special, and as I look at my watch, I, it's probably Ooh. we got to get. I mean, it's it's, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. We I probably think I hear some some reindeer on the roof. We better get out of here. Well, you know he hits the studio first. Yeah, he's, well, there's going to be so he's many presents here. Marching orders that you <laughs> you come here first, then you hit the kids. <laughs> exactly. So we're the first ones out. Norad's tracking him, so we better get going. Yeah, we can't. He, he doesn't want us to catch him. So yeah. I'm getting out the milk and cookies. He's not used to, like, a warm Los Angeles, so he doesn't stay here too long. So. <laughs> right. No, this is so weird. It's yeah. usually, like, 30 degrees here in Los Angeles. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean a warm, a warm place or a warm... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we had fun talking about some of our favorites. Uh, so glad you guys got to listen. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, you know, there's some things you have to respond to and say, these dum-dums don't know what's up. Um, or, we loved it. So... Give us that tweet like we were saying. Uh, let us know. I'm so glad you're here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, look out on New Year's Eve. Yeah. One more episode of 2018. We're going to be back. Uh, we thank you guys. Like David was saying, thank you for tuning in this uh, holiday season. We know you're with your family, and we you're a part of our family. Yeah. So we, we like being with you guys. And EK, Curtis, you guys want to come out? Uh, they're right here. <laughs> yeah. We've got, uh, uh, we've got presents for you. Yeah. Don't talk in the microphone. Yeah, but. no, just... But you look good. I like your sweaters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, guys. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week. Uh, we will see you on New Year's Eve. Ho, ho, ho.